Happy New Year and welcome back to All That and More. This week we go behind the scenes of the upcoming Arctic Winter Games. Cultural exchange element is very important to the Arctics because um, the Arctics are developed to, you know, share the cultures and traditions of the circumpolar north while kind of, you know, fusing them with more modern sports. We humbly acknowledge that all that and more is recorded on Treaty 8 territory, the traditional lands of the Cree and Diné and the unceded territory of the Métis. In just a couple weeks, from January 29th to February 4th, more than 2,000 participants from the Circumpolar North will travel to Wood Buffalo to compete in more than 20 sporting events. Today, we'll speak with Eden Bootler, Senior Manager of the Arctic Winter Games, about the real need for volunteers, the schedule of events leading up to and during the Games, and all of the activities taking place across the region that aren't just for our participants. There's something for everyone at this year's Arctic Winter Games, and now's the time to figure out exactly what's going on. Thanks so much for joining me today, Eden. Not a problem. Excited to be here. Let's get started simply with when did the games come about? It's been a minute. Yeah, it has been a long time coming. We originally started with a 2022 date, so for March 2022. um, But unfortunately, like every other event across Mm. the world with COVID, we did have a postponement. um, And we are excited for full speed of the head for 2023 as we begin to welcome the Circumpolar North to a buffalo. So maybe we can talk a little bit about the Circumpolar North. Who encompasses that? Absolutely. So if you took the globe and you flipped it on on its head towards the Arctic, it's pretty much the Circumpolar Mm. North of the 55th parallel on the globe. Um, With the exception for these games of Russia, which would have been Yamal. Um, So they won't be competing at these games. Um, But we will see contingents from Greenland, uh, Alaska, uh, we'll also see, of course, the Northwest Territories in Canada, um, also Yukon, Team Yukon, um, Team Nunavut, uh, Team Alberta North, which will be the home team, which will be mm-hmm. us, uh, also Nunavik, which is the northern part of Quebec. And we will also have the Sami people from northern Finland, Sweden, and Norway. Wow, so a very diverse group of athletes coming to our region. Absolutely. So it's going to be really great to give them, you know, even for our international um, contingents, a Canadian experience, but also to just showcase the region. I'm assuming with such a broad group of people that there are going to be many cultural type events that we're going to be working on. So maybe we could touch a little bit on that. Yeah, so a key pillar of the games is cultural exchange. Okay. So every contingent brings cultural delegates. Um, so actually, strategically, the international committee doesn't call the participants athletes. Okay. They call them participants so that it includes the cultural delegates. So each um, each area will bring a cultural delegate to perform at the cultural gala. They will also perform in pop-up performances across the region at all the venues that we are taking part at as well. So you can see um, many different things. Actually, I know team Nunavik is working on some really cool Cirque mixed with um, indigenous components. And then we'll, cool. you'll get to see probably there might be throat singers in there, a few different things that you wouldn't see here. But also we will have a, um, a team representing Team Alberta North 
from the Wood Buffalo region as well. Uh, so that is a huge part of these games and that cultural exchange element is very important to the Arctics because um, the Arctics are developed to, you know, share the cultures and traditions of the circumpolar north while kind of, you know, fusing them with more modern sports. So you'll actually see sports like Arctic sports and Dene games. Um, so Arctic sports are traditional Inuit sports right. and Dene games are traditional First Nation Dene games. Uh, so they will be highlighted. They'll be at McDonald Island Park. Um, they're two of the major events uh, that this games likes to carry on the legacy for. So what would those events be? Yeah, so Denny games are very um, tactical and straight, like skill-based building games. So you'll see a stick pull, which simulates catching fish. Right. So it's actually a stick um, that is greased. And then you have to have kind of like the perfect touch on it to be able to win and pull it over to your side. Okay. Um, and then there's other games and hand games and Denny games. Um, and then when we look at Arctic sports, it's more agility-based. Okay. Uh, so you'll have things that test your endurance um, of actually pain, which is knuckle hop. So you do pretty much like a push-up and you hop with Ooh. your knuckles. And it, yeah, it's, it's not a speed test. It's an endurance test. Right. So it's a distance test. Um, but also they do have a high kick, which has you kick up in the air in a certain technique um, to build your ability to there as well. So they're quite agile, the Arctic sports. And then mm. the Denny Games have a lot of tradition behind them. Okay, and then participants will also be competing in a variety of more modern, modern yeah, sports. mainstream sports. Like, of course, you'll see hockey, um, and then we'll have basketball, volleyball. A big one internationally is actually futsal. Um, so you'll see a lot of traction around that, a lot of media around that as well. I hear it's very big um, in some other countries that are coming here. So futsal is indoor soccer for those who don't know. Well, I'm going to get in trouble for that because it's not indoor <laughs> soccer, but... <laughs> It's That's the best way the to describe way. it to the public. It is not. There are other rules. I apologize right now. But <laughs> right. for those listening, yeah. trying to wonder what it is, that's the best picture I can paint for you. Okay. <laughs> and I assume there are many, many participants coming. How many are we expecting to the yeah, region? Yeah, so we are expecting approximately 2,000, but that would include um, technical officials, chaperones, and uh, coaches as okay. well. Um, but 2,000 including the athletes and, of course, the, the cultural delegates. So it'll be great. Um, they also, very interesting with this games is they have private charters coming from their countries to a lot wow. of them. Yeah, so we did have to work a lot with the airport to make sure that the region is ready to welcome them there as well um, and to accommodate their flights and their planes that will be landing here. So that was definitely a different element for this games to make sure in preparation operationally. With 2,000 participants, I assume that means that you're going to need a lot of volunteers to be mm -hmm. able to make this possible. Yeah, just as many volunteers as participants, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yeah, so we have a big undertaking for these right. games. We are throwing like approximately 20 sporting competitions simultaneously mm -hmm. across a week, um, but also an opening ceremonies, a closing ceremonies, a two-day event on the SNI called Shine on the SNI, um, and also, you know, just all of these pop-up performances and different activations uh, throughout the region during these games. So it literally will take a village <laughs> right. to make these games possible. Anything from 
broadcasting, operating a camera, to being the mascot, to supporting the mascot as a handler, um, to, you know, I, I get really selfish and start announcing the things under my portfolio to try to fill those roles. <laughs> but there's also security, medical, right. um, anything you can imagine, warehousing support, signage support, signage sorting support, install. So basically a position for pretty much anybody's anybody, taste. Anybody, yeah, exactly. And then, of course, we can make accommodations for anybody who may need them as well. Mm -hmm. we, we want everybody to volunteer. Um, so we do have some accessibility support, too, as well. So what is the process to become a volunteer for the games? So you have to go to the website and register through our GEMS, which is the games management operation system that we use um, to register volunteers. You will need to register online. Then you will get a follow-up email and you will need to get a criminal record check. Right. Um, then after that, you'll be accepted into the system and you can start scheduling for shifts. Uh, what's really cool about volunteering is we have these great volunteer uniforms mm. uh, that are very nice. Uh, so the volunteer programs supported by Agco and then Carbon is one of our other great sponsors who has helped us get this amazing volunteer kit for everybody with an actual outdoor winter jacket and then really? a nice performance long sleeve. Yep. So two wow. shifts and you can get the volunteer uniform. So is there an, a minimum age requirement in order to be able to volunteer? So volunteers between the age of 13 and 17 can volunteer with parental consent and supervision. Okay. Um, I do believe our volunteer program manager is working on programs that provide supervision. Um, so more information on that should be to come for those who register in that age category. Um, anybody 18 and older, of course, can volunteer freely. We're going to take a quick break for this week's Municipal Minute. Lace up your skates and grab a stick. There are more than eight outdoor rinks in the region that are open and ready to be enjoyed. Hockey not your thing? Check out the Lions Park Skating Trail or the Borealis Skating Pond. Grab cross-country skis and head to the Birchwood Trails or a toboggan to slide into the night at one of the many hills. There is lots of outdoor winter fun to be had. Check the park's map to find activities close to you. What's happening in your neighborhood? From curbside garbage collection to community events or upgrades to your local park, stay in the loop by following the RMWB on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You can also sign up on the municipal website to receive all updates or just the ones you're interested in. Mark your calendars. Winter play is happening February 24th to March 5th at Sny Park. There will be lots of free activities to enjoy with your family or friends, including the return of the Shootout on the Sny Pond Hockey Tournament. Winter play is one of the biggest community events of the year, and you don't want to miss it. That is today's Municipal Minute. Find more information on these initiatives in the show notes or on rmwb.ca. And if you have questions, call Pulse at 780-743-7000. So the week of the games, what can we expect here in the region? Well, we are doing a region-wide torch relay. Um, so we will be going to every community within the region uh, with the torch, and then we will be tracking its progression um, through video, and we will actually bring it into opening ceremonies with a video that shows it making its progression across the region um, to light the cauldron at opening ceremonies. Uh, so those are the major things to be in the lookout for is the torch relay, the torch relay in Fort McMurray, um, will be the 28th of January. Um, and then for the rural hamlets, they will start 
beginning the January 11th is when the first one will take place. And then they're kind of scattered throughout the weeks as we build our way up to the games. Uh, The opening ceremonies is you don't want to miss it. Uh, We will actually be welcoming the Hallucination. They're formerly known as a tribe called Red. A very, very popular DJ indigenous fusion group. Uh, We're so excited to bring them to opening ceremonies and let everybody here experience them in the region. Uh, So opening ceremonies presented by Boucher, but we also want to thank uh, Fort Mackay First Nation for collaborating on bringing them here as well. Uh, So that will be a big show. You don't want to miss it. That will take place at the Legacy Dodge Baseball Field at Shell Place. Uh, Tickets are on sale now. I would get them quick (laughs) because it will be pretty popular, especially as um, participants and contingents, uh, parents and families and everybody starts, you know, deciding what their plan is for games time. Uh, Then into the Monday, we will be hosting Shine on the Sny presented by Athabasca Tribal Council. Um, So this will be a very exciting night sky teaching based, but leaning into the Northern Lights as well, um, event cultural that is down on the Sny uh, with lots of programming, a DJ, uh, lots of indigenous traditional programming, as well as some modern fusion and crafts and arts um, and dog sledding. So that would be very exciting to get involved in. That is a two-night event happening on the Monday and Tuesday of the games. Uh, So then, of course, all of the regular sport competition is happening during this time. Um, But also on the Monday, there will be a hockey game for Team Alaska and Team Alberta North in Conklin. Uh, So there will be a field trip for Jambier to head out and watch the game in Conklin as well. And we'll also bring our cultural delegates to Conklin for a performance during that time, too. Uh, Then the next day on – we're still not past Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Then the next day we can – Go to Fort Chippewan. Uh, We're doing a volleyball clinic there, followed by a community gathering um, for a showcase uh, of the cultural performers and a meal. Um, So that will be a nice, exciting one for Fort Chippewan. Uh, then we have a nice quiet day on Wednesday. <laughs> you can catch some sports. Just one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then for actually, we're still on Tuesday. We are throwing a traditional feast for our cultural delegates and our Arctic Sports and Denny Games participants. Um, so that will be a nice collaboration within the region to kind of welcome them and have a nice traditional feast to sort of open the games. It is the second day of competition for them, I believe. Um, but it will just be a nice community gathering Mm -hmm. um, to welcome, you know, the traditional sport athletes. And then we will go into on Thursday and Friday, we will have the cultural gala performances. Um, So all of the cultural delegates that we spoke of will get together. They will create this amazing performance um, and they'll perform it twice. So tickets for both the Thursday and the Friday are the same show. Okay. Yeah. Um, But they will create a show. They'll work together. um, They'll have a choreographed part. So when they arrive here, they're all just going to come together and create some magic? Exactly. Oh, very cool. So they have their own performances and segments, but then they have to turn it into a cohesive 
of show that everything works Very together. Cool. Yeah. Um, so we are working with a local artistic director on that as well. So it's it's quite an interesting component, and I would really highly recommend checking out the cultural galas. It'll be an experience. And sure. where are the cultural galas taking Keanu place? Piano Theater. Oh. Yeah, so you do have to get the tickets through Keanu Theater box office. Okay. Um, they're the only tickets that aren't available through our website. Okay. Um, so you do take a look at that. They'll be amazing it'll be a great night um and then that leads us into saturday which is closing ceremonies um so definitely join us for that as well closing ceremonies presented by finning it's going to be a really good time awesome i was passing keem park the other day and i happened to see your lovely little office right next door and it looks as though you've got a lot of goodies in there what's going on Absolutely. So we have launched our merchandise store both online for click and collect or regional, national or international shipping. Uh, Yeah, so it's definitely super accessible. Um, But you can come in. We're open from Wednesday to Saturday. Uh, The times kind of vary, so you can go online and and figure out the times there. But we have everything from the latest trends like tumblers and color block hoodies, you know, to the classics like the quarter zips. There's no better way to represent the games than to show your spirit um, and wear some games merchandise. It's been such an awesome experience to make it and create it and be involved in that kind of technical level. We did a lot of work to make sure that the pricing was great and accessible for everybody compared to you know, typical merchandise. So we are thrilled to share it with not only the participants and everybody visiting, but also the region. So you can walk around with some swag that says Wood Buffalo on it. I think one of the biggest things that I've taken away from our conversation today is truly how regional of an event this will be and how many people have had to come together to make sure that this happens. It is everybody's games. It takes every organization in this community, you know, to support and make it happen. It takes every person, you know, to volunteer or even just a warm welcome when we start welcoming everybody. Uh, When you, you know, could look up traditional languages of different people and just try to make people feel at home. And it really is our time to shine as a region, but it's our time to shine as a host too as well. Um, So just, you know, welcoming everybody that is going to be here and giving them the best experience so that they leave, you know, this community with the best things to say about even the quality of event we throw to the hospitality that we have and just to the opportunity that we have here as a region. I think, you know, that is more important to us in the community and the games than kind of anything really, you know, it's kind of putting our best foot forward and welcoming these participants. And for some of these participants, this is like their Olympic level competition. This is their standard. This is the highest. This is will be the highlight of their sport career. And we have a really unique opportunity to be involved in those memories. So I hope that residents take some time to get out and enjoy the games, whether it's a sport that, you know, you're just a diehard fan of, or maybe you find a love for a new sport. So where can people go to get more information? Yeah, so we are very active on social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Uh, But you can get the most in all of our information at awg2023.org. You can find everything you need to know there and always reach out to us. We're very responsive. Um, We're just very excited to have everybody a part of these games. Eden, thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. 
To volunteer or find out more about the 2023 Arctic Winter Games, visit awg2023.org. I'm Jillian McDonald. Join me in the next episode. I'll be chatting with Mayor Bowman and RMWB CAO Paul Forkelson on what the region can expect this year. Whee!